Hey beautiful souls, my name is Aralua and welcome to the Fierce Feminine Rising. Join me every Wednesday where together we grow and experience how our emotions, which we were taught for years was our weakness, can actually be the superpower that makes the life of our dreams a reality. If you are new here, be sure to click that follow button as it does help the show grow and it also lets you know when I upload a new episode. Hey Fierce Feminines, have you ever found yourself with thoughts such as oh, I could have done better, oh, I messed up, what is wrong with me, why do I keep doing this to myself or um, of course I didn't get the promotion, like there's no way I would have got the promotion, I interviewed really badly. Have you ever found yourself with thoughts like this? Well, Probably many of you by now know that this is what we call our inner self-critic. And there's that saying, right? We're like really harsh judges of ourselves. Well, today we're going to be talking about three steps to silence your harsh inner self-critic. Before we get into it, though, we're going to do our usual emotional check-in. How are you feeling in this moment? Can you identify your emotion? And while you take the time to think about it, I'm going to share. I'm like, uh, <laughs> while I was saying that to you, I was like thinking to myself, all right, quick, 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 quick. How do you feel? How do you feel? I do. I am starting to find, guys, when I started this emotional check in, I did genuinely want it to just be like a let's start to identify our emotions. But on knowing to myself, I started to put myself under this pressure where. I'm forcing myself to identify my emotion I'm like you have to be able to identify your emotion but that's not the purpose of it so I'm I'm pointing that I'm putting that out there and like bringing the attention to myself saying like all right you really don't have to put pressure on yourself to identify an emotion um and then going back to the question how am I feeling I I actually feel like I'm feeling a mix of emotions there is there's a bit of an excited energy, also a bit of nervousness, also a bit of frustration as well, because um, my day is not going as I thought it would, um, just to say. But on the oil burner, I do have lemongrass. Well, I did have lemongrass because it's now much later on in the day. But this morning when I started working, I put lemongrass and I, I noticed how it made me like really energetic and I was really excited and I was getting on with a lot of work I was getting stuff done and we had like really heavy rain and the internet stopped working and I feel like that just put my whole working day on hold which then frustrated me because I had all this energy and I wasn't doing any work but that's besides the point you guys didn't actually ask me <laughs> about my day I just went off on the, on the tangent to explain that I'm feeling a wide mix of emotions I can't actually identify my emotion in this moment um I have already shared with you what was on the old burner so let's get into it guys like I said this episode is three steps to silence your harsh 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 inner self-critic um before I get into it though I do want to say that I've noticed this was meant to be the bonus I was meant to save this at the end but I'm already I'm giving you the bonus at the beginning what I did want to say is in the last 10 months since I've really focused on learning to accept negative emotions when they come up and learning to process my emotions in healthier ways and learning to commit to taking action instead of living in a place of fear 
I have noticed that my inner self-critic seems to be a lot quieter. But if I think back to my teenage years and even in my mid to late 20s, the amount of times that I would hear my, I'd hear this quieter version of my voice laughing at me inside of my head going like did you really think you could do that like of course you failed or you're so incompetent like I literally would hear myself comparing me with other people and like oh you're not going to be like that person like of course that person's better than you you can't even keep a relationship you can't like my head was filled with so much chatter of negativity and criticism and insecurities and like I've said quite a few times I have been working on building my emotional intelligence learning to regulate my emotions in healthier ways and I have noticed much more of a significant difference in the last 10 months in the sense that my um my inner um critic seems to be a lot quieter so I was like let me share with you guys what has helped me so far and like I said I was going to save this to the end but the first point I wanted to raise actually with what's helping um, silence my inner self-critic is I know the the one thing I'm doing this year differently to past years is meditation I've said this so many times I'm going to keep saying it I have since um, I want to say March of this year I have meditated every single day without fail like it's now got to a point where it's become a necessity and I feel very out of balance when I don't meditate so I strongly feel that my daily meditation and my connection to myself and my focus on spirituality has really helped me silence my inner self-critic but also there's other practical steps that I I I learned I adopted from acceptance and commitment therapy that have helped me as well I did want to put it out there because I'm going to share with you some of the techniques I've learned from acceptance and commitment therapy but I also wanted to make it very clear that um meditation which actually to be honest acceptance and commitment therapy does kind of touch on meditation because it talks about mindfulness if you guys are wondering what i'm talking about then you need to look up act if you haven't yet or you need to buy the book the confidence gap if you haven't which i do a book recommendation on it on the instagram by the way but let's go back into it harsh self harsh inner self-critic how can you start to silence your harsh inner self-critic and some of you might be thinking, why do I need to silence my harsh inner self-critic? Well, in my experience, I found that, like I said, I am able to commit to my goals more confidently. I'm able to stay consistent. I'm able to stay disciplined. And I've improved my my belief in self i've i've started to really cultivate radical self-belief because i started to because i'm learning more and more to silence my inner inner self-critical honestly sometimes i like i get my words in like tongue twisters and i'm like what was it again i even wrote it down so i remember it but then i'm like forgetting it my harsh inner self-critic but the first one is the first step you want to do 
when it comes to your harshness self-critic is you want to notice when this is happening. You want to start to notice patterns, right? Like I mentioned, I found it would come up and I honestly, I find, I, I'm sure you'll find it similar with you. My inner self-critic would typically come up when I wanted to do something that felt uncomfortable, right? When I wanted to step outside of my comfort zone, when I wanted to do something remotely challenging or remote remotely progressive and it's literally just like okay I'm going for a job interview my harsh inner self-critic will come in like oh my god I'm gonna fail I'm gonna say the wrong thing I'm gonna like literally a million and one ways as to why whatever it is I'm setting out to do is going to fail so you most likely will notice your harsh inner self-critic pops up in her grace when you are wanting to step out of your comfort zone. So the first step to silencing her, hopefully silencing her for good, is you want to notice when she's appeared, right? It's like, hello there. Honestly, if you can't even give her a name, my inner self-critic is Miss Judgy Pants. I know it's a very creative name. (laughs) And I'm saying it jokingly, but it goes to show you don't have to like overthink the name you want to give her. But I think it does actually help to name her. And I'm actually going on to step number two. But first of all, you want to notice times it happens. It will typically be when you want to step out of your comfort zone or you want to do something that stretches you um, slightly further than you normally than, than you're than you're comfortable with. So to silence your inner um, self-critic, you first want to notice typically when it comes up and when it's happening. Then, like I alluded to, you want to name her. So my inner self-critic is Miss Judgy Pants. And (laughs) she's actually, this is why I call her harsh. Like her voice sounds like my voice, but like a very like evil version of my voice I notice with my self-critic and she is more than ready to tell me about myself she isn't I was gonna say she throws shade but my inner self-critic doesn't show throw shade she is very direct she would tell me girl you better stop (laughs) girl you're embarrassing yourself and my inner critic will go for it so I call her Miss Judgy Pants I probably should find like a meaner name for her because she seems to be quite mean by the way but what you want to do is name her. And the thing, the reason why, um, from my understanding with acceptance and commitment therapy, the reason why you're told or why it's recommended to name your inner self-critic, I find that um, it helps remove me from that thought because I've been saying that it sounds like your voice. And a lot of times, and actually earlier on in my healing journey and learning to build my emotional intelligence I genuinely thought my inner self-critic I mean she's called your inner self-critic right I genuinely thought it was me and I would hear my voice and that was what was scary about this voice right the fact that it was me knocking myself down I was internally beating myself up if someone's externally beating you you can try and escape from 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 that from that person right but if it's your own self how can you escape from yourself you are constantly with yourself and this is why people avoid spending time with themselves but your inner critic is inside of your head it's very hard and very challenging to escape from your head right especially if you think that's you 
But through my healing journey, I started to, and through reading a lot of self-help books, through my coaching qualification, through positive psychology and just understanding psychology in general, of course, I started to understand that that so-called inner self-critic that sounded like me wasn't necessarily me. It was mainly the fears and insecurities of the adults around me growing up, right? This like whole, you're not going to do it, you're going to fail, you're going to get it wrong or that scared of getting it wrong or laughing at myself, that ridicule ridicule (laughs) was um, built up thoughts from my childhood. And I remember doing this exercise actually. So this is another one. This is another bonus because I was only going to give you three steps. But the other bonus actually, when you notice your inner self-critic, honestly, this is a separate exercise on its own and name your so-called inner self-critic. I want you to spend some time listening to your voice. I learned this in my coaching coaching qualification. When your inner self-critic comes up again, really pay attention to that voice and ask yourself like, who does this voice actually sound like? And from my, from me personally, I would replay that whatever the statement was. And I started to notice that in the background, I was hearing the voice of my parents. I was hearing my mum on some occasions. I was hearing my dad on some, some occasions. And on other occasions, I would hear voices of teachers or so-called friends growing up um, in primary and secondary school back then. So... This is how I started to truly understand that my so-called inner self-critic, my harsh inner self-critic is really just built up thoughts growing up in childhood of the fears and insecurities of people around me who I then absorbed and turned into my so-called inner self-critic. So bear that in mind as well. And if that's something you lacked awareness of then hopefully now you have that awareness and you actually want to do this before you even go into the three steps I'm talking about. But once you do start to have that awareness that this so-called inner self-critic is actually a build-up of insecurities externally from your childhood, it does help you to start to detach from this so-called inner self-critic. And then once you've named it, and like I said, in my experience, naming her Miss Judgy Pants and me saying to myself, okay, here comes Miss Judgy Pants again, That already makes me feel like I'm talking to somebody else, not talking to myself. So naming your inner self-critic and giving her a name, it helps you or it should hopefully help you start to detach from her and the feelings that you have tied towards that voice. Then the third step you want to do is neutralize. So you want to neutralize your inner self-critic. And what do I mean by that? So... I already kind of started to explain this, but like I said to you, my observation in my experience of my so-called inner self-critic and all the insults my inner self-critic will throw at me were insults from my childhood, where um, where so-called beliefs from my childhood and people around me, right? Not necessarily that they wanted to harm me, but it, it was coming from a place of fear with the people around me as well, right? Like, oh, you can't do by yourself. That was actually coming from a supposedly place of love, right? Your parents wanting to help you out and my parents wanting to shelter me, they were making me believe like 
they would make me question my own decision making, right? Because they were trying to, from their perspective, they were trying to protect me. But from my perspective, it would have been helpful to let me explore and learn while being supportive, but not like, um, what's it called? Smother me to the, to the point where it's like, you can't do it on your own. I start to doubt myself and then start to feel insecure. But essentially the third step to silencing your inner self-critic is you want to neutralize that thought. And when I talk about neutralizing it is literally what I've just said, understanding the that's just a so-called opinion. In my experience, my form of neutralization is understanding that those are leftover ideologies that were built inside of me from growing up, right? From people who thought they were being supportive but weren't necessarily being so supportive so that's one way I try to neutralize and this actually wasn't suggested in act but I just do this on my own that understanding I'm learned that more from my coaching qualification to be honest but in the um acceptance and commitment therapy that I'm speaking about when we talk about the neutralization step is just the pure understanding that yes your inner critic your inner critic has said i'm a failure for example but really that's just a thought in its own self and what i mean by that's just a thought in itself i mean it's it will take hours if i really try and get into the details and the explanation but going back to the sentence what was it <laughs> i've already forgotten what i said i think it was like i'm a failure the example i gave understanding that yes that's just a string of words like if we want to get into like the science behind what a thought is then a thought really are just string of words put together so really it's not necessarily the so-called insult that your harsh inner self critic is throwing at you that is making you feel a certain type of negative emotion it's actually the attachment you have to that thought but to help neutralize the influence your inner self-critic is having on you in that moment you can neutralize the scenario or the context by reminding yourself that those three words i am a failure i am a i had to count that (laughs) those four words literally are just words and that helps neutralize it and it's not the words that are hurting you it's your attachment to the words it's the belief that you've told yourself right it's that belief because number one you believe it's you talking to you and because you believe it's you talking to you sometimes you might think oh that's just like constructive criticism but no it's not if you start to trace back where this um, criticism is coming from it's actually probably remnants honestly I want to get I feel like I can guarantee you it's come from someone else in the past that has told you um, or made you believe that you are incompetent made you believe that you can't do it made you believe x y or z whatever x y or z whatever it is but to help harsh um help harsh <laughs> to help silence your inner self-critic the th- third step you want to do is to neutralize it and I do have one more bonus but before I get into the bonus I hope that was I hope I was able to like string that together because guys do bear with me like I mentioned in this episode I'm my 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 emotions are a bit all over the place but I'm I'm still wanting to give you guys um a very structured episode 
I did want to give one more thing, but really quickly before I get into the final point, I do want to give a shout out to Therami. Um, I've said it and I'm going to keep saying it, but also guys, the holiday season is coming up and I'm honestly, I don't want to like push or encourage consumerism, but I am fully aware that some people still want to purchase gift for loved ones. So, because I know some people's love language is um, gift giving, right? Or receiving gifts. So if that's something you're into, absolutely no pressure. But if you are looking for a gift for someone for the holiday season, then maybe you want to look into getting them a, um, a set on on therapy, one of the therapy essential oils, or even just like one of the oils on its own, you do get five pounds off with the code fierce five. Bear that in mind. I'm going to put that in the description. I think I've been forgetting to put that. I mentioned it in a couple of episodes, but I don't, I forget to mention it in the description, but you do get five pounds off with code five, um, not code five, with code fierce five. So if that's something um, you're looking into to gift to your loved ones, then maybe maybe bear bear that in mind get some uh, a pack of essential oils for your um loved ones and then back to the final point actually in terms of silencing your harsh inner self-critic like i said this is one i've um really got into so the awareness of where these thoughts originated from I probably I became more aware of that like I said on my doing my coaching qualification which is about four years ago now but it was only in this year 2023 I started to move more into the approach of that acceptance acceptance but mainly the commitment so to help and what I've noticed has really helped um, me harsh, um, silencing my harsh inner critic is action taking and not just action but intentional action and what do I mean by that and honestly this is also one of the foundations of the fierce feminine rising like that understanding that yes we have negative thoughts yes we have negative emotions but we can do something about it number one in the sense that it happens to everyone it's not just happening to us as much as we think these negative thoughts are just happening to us as much as we think we're the only insecure person in the room as much as we think we're the only person who lacks confidence in the room that's unfortunately that's not the case in a good way it's not the case but in a bad way it's also not the case um because yes you're having those thoughts but we can learn to start um guessing that we can learn to get a better understanding of these thoughts we can learn to process them in healthier ways which hopefully you've been getting some um inspiration from the episodes you've been listening to but also my big game changer this year is choosing and committing to take action in spite of this um so-called thought and i mentioned this i think it was a couple of episodes to get uh, ago where i was like now growing my business and venturing out into creating my coaching program I noticed there was a voice coming up going, um, basically wanting to like revisit my pattern of this is not going to work. You might as well give up. I'm wanting to revisit my self-sabotage pattern. But because I've been committing and taking intentional action, that's really been helpful because 
honestly like I just let my inner critic talk <laughs> and I think she kind of gets she gets fed up now because she's just like I'm just talking to a wall because I hear her talking I'm like I hear you girl like <laughs> I hear you girl I'm gonna even sit with you listen to you and give you a hug but I'm still going to do whatever it is I want to do. So let's give an example. If it's like approaching someone to speak to someone about my program, I can hear my inner critic and I know one wants to hear you talk about your program. And I'll, I'll be like, I hear you, girl. <laughs> I'm hearing you. I give you a hug, but I'm still going to speak to that person. So taking that intentional action, I found has been very helpful because like I keep saying, learning on, on learning behaviors, right? Like I'm essentially just unlearning all the unhelpful ways I was taught to handle my emotions. And I'm now replacing them with healthier ways because now it's like, yes, my inner critic speaks and I listen to her and I, I give her her moment. I give her her spotlight, but I still do whatever the action is. I was like, scared of taking or the action I felt insecure about taking and I've noticed that the more I do that the more I take those intentional actions the less the voice comes up like she still comes up when like um the goal is like a really stretch goal when the goal is bigger way bigger than my comfort zone my inner critic does pop up but she's popping up a lot less <laughs> which I'm very happy about now than she used to so Hopefully, if you follow those steps, you start to find the same is happening to you and your inner critic is getting quieter um, in the background, which is what we want, right? Yay to that. And before, actually, I was just going to close up, but I just remembered I'm so excited, guys, like I mentioned about the holiday gifts if you're into that. But speaking of that, um, I'm really excited about next episode because we are inviting Rona back. If for those of you who may have forgotten, Rona Bissett is a mindset coach and she was on our episode, How to Cope with Adversity. And I really enjoyed the conversation. I was like, let's invite her back. So next episode is going to be with Rona. And I want to remember what um, I called the episode or what I'm going to call the episode. It's in, oh yeah, here's my notes. It's how to prioritize your happiness this holiday. So guys, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm fully aware that we are moving into December. We're moving into the holidays. There's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of excitement, but I'm already seeing like Christmas lights all over the place and like people pushing products by 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 which is why I was saying like absolutely no pressure in terms of checking out the gift sets um for Teremi and using the code like absolutely no pressure but I know there are still people who like to gift gifts gift give gifts should we say I can also say gift gifts but <laughs> another tongue twister honestly but yes um I wanted to say check out next week like be sure to stay tuned for next episode because I think that's going to be really it's a really good one I really enjoy the conversation and we really got into the crux of the importance of prioritizing our our health mentally um as women and knowing to put ourselves first and knowing to set uh set healthy guys <laughs> I'm just getting tired, like struggling to speak. But what I wanted to say is, and knowing to set healthier boundaries so we can actually enjoy ourselves during the holiday period. And instead, instead of having to stress and worry about family drama or stress and worry about finances and running out of money for January, 
So be sure to keep an eye out on that episode. And until then, take care and I will catch you guys soon. So if you resonated with that episode, be sure to hit the follow button and tell your friend to tell a friend that we are sick and tired of reciting daily affirmations, listening to motivational speakers, reading self-help books, yet still being stuck in that soul-destroying job instead of taking the plunge into the dream career we deeply crave or starting that purposeful business we know will give us better fulfillment and free up more of our time to do more of the things we love. It is time for us to fiercely commit to ourselves and finally achieving our dreams, goals and desires, even if the thought overwhelms or scares the living daylight out of us. Rawr.